morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the untapped community and the world of beer. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped Store. Use the coupon code PODCAST to get 20% off of your next purchase. And remember to like, subscribe, ring the bell, send a thumbs up, do a Twitter heart. All those things let us know that we're not really disappointing you. And every time Harrison sees a Twitter heart, he... mm, We'll skip that and save it for the next episode. Harrison, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, John. So I don't know about you guys, but I've been feeling a little antsy for, you know, like the past year or so. I miss the open road and travel, exploring. It's a big world out there filled with beers that need drinking. But right now, it's really more important to stay put and keep your trips to the beer fridge than to the backyard or the couch or, again, whatever. I stare at my shed long enough, I'm sure it'll fix itself, right? I mean, why rake these leaves? <laughs> They're just going to blow back into my lonely yard next week. A lot of chores are not happening here, and that's that's fine with me. But, John, I, we decided to dump this cabin fever funk we're in today and do things a little different. In the spirit of imagination, we're going to pay a little pretend, a muscle I, I know I've been using more this past year just to make sure I don't lose my mind. And we're going to go on a vision quest, if you will, away to magical Jackson, Wyoming, home of Jackson Hole, Grand Teton National Park, or as you may know them, the mountains from the Yee album cover, and Roadhouse Brewing Company. But ready to enjoy a few beers that, if you're a local to Jackson, would help you unlock the local flavor badge. I have always said that Untapped makes you feel like a local beer fan wherever you go. And this badge celebrates just that. So while we can't travel there ourselves, I feel like if I I close my eyes right now, I can almost hear the, the snowblowers humming in the dark. The unmistakable call of the brown-headed cowbird as he rides quietly into the night. And in the snow in front of me, I see... Is that paw prints of a nearby mountain lion stalking its next meal? Okay, all right, all right, let's get out of there. That was almost a little too real for me, John. I was almost that mountain lion's local flavor, if you will. Woo, happy to be back in my chair in this really hot hat. Um, and excited to talk more with you about how this badge actually works. And, of course, open up some beers from our new friends out yonder at Roadhouse Brewing Company. John, take us away. Man, your intros get better every single episode, (laughs) Harrison. Um, But technically, you could not help that mountain lion unlock the local flavor badge because you are not fully beer, even though there's a lot of it in (laughs) you. And um, I don't think lions are untapped users. Not mountain lions, anyways. The Wi-Fi is no good. Um, So... (laughs) Anyway, uh, this episode features the local flavor badge. Um, And as Harrison alluded to, right, we live in North Carolina, but sometimes local flavor is local to you. And this is a badge you can earn. You can kind of support your own 
local brewers, wherever they are, the qualifications to earn the local flavor badge are you have to check into five beers from a brewery or that's, that have been brewed within 35 miles of your current location. That means while you're on vacation in Buffalo, New York, if you're drinking a beer from a Buffalo brewery, it's also helping to level up or earn this local flavor badge. It's not venue specific. So really what that means is you can earn a badge for supporting your local beer makers just by drinking a beer at home. Go to your favorite bottle shop, do an online order from a brewery and pick it up at the tap room, uh, borrow something from Harrison or your friend <laughs> um, and just check into that beer while you're 35 miles away from the people that made it. This is one of the badges on Untapped Design to help encourage you to go out and support your local beer maker. And this one you can earn before you get that second vaccination shot without any real major worries. Um, and going back to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Harrison, what have you got over there? Yes, so we're going to be enjoying two different beers tonight, uh, which is fun when we, we do this. Number one for me is going to be Roadhouse Brewing Co.'s The Walrus, which is a hazy IPA. Um, Tally, it, listed on Untapped, it's a New England IPA, 8.3% ABV. Uh, on Untapped, it's got a rating of four uh, bottle caps out of five. Wow. almost 7,000 check-ins. So yeah, I was reading through some of the comments and people are like flipping out over this beer. So I was like, this is amazing that I get to drink it. So very exciting. A little more detail about it. It's not just a hazy IPA. They actually um, add peaches and tangerines to it too. So up in the fruit game um, and the description from the brewery, I'm going to attempt to read it. Although I feel like Dr. Seuss would be a better person to do so, or maybe Ye from earlier, perhaps Kanye would be a better person at cracking into this, but I'll try my best. So from Roadhouse, it says, A journey shown by path unknown revealed within a dream. The way began a lizard man with eyes of crystalline. Drink this, he said, poured frothy head and wandered on downstream. My mind transfixed from lizard licked as trail began to sway. Then toothy beast, the binds dear priest. Appear in a wrinkled gray. I have for you a cloudy brew. His countenance is stray. I did my bid and blazed my lid, then hacked back his stein through haze of smoke. Once more he spoke of terpene laced lupine. Upon your tongue will hash be hung till siren steal your mind. Uh, to be continued. So, didn't learn anything more about what is in the beer, but I have put John in a trance. So that'll be fun to see what happens <laughs> later in the show when I say the special word that causes him to create a whole charcuterie board uh, out of thin air. So, I, don't, I mean, I, we'll get to this in a minute, <laughs> a little bit, but these guys are big jam band fans. The Walrus here, there's some references to things uh, of the psychedelic nature. So this is... Uh, but anyway, I mean, the can's great. This whole poem I just read on the back of it. They've got a lot of fun, other fun stuff in here. What to pair the beer with. Note on this beer. This beer growls, knocks, grunts, and barks. So they're having fun. Um, and I'm excited to drink this and grab my first sip while John tells us what he is enjoying. 
Yeah, I'm jealous I don't get to go first. And that was that poem was uh, that was great, man. You you invoked Dr. Seuss. Something like that. A little bit of um, Alice in Wonderland, some lots of things going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so the beer I'm drinking is uh, quickly becoming more and more my speed. So I'm mm. drinking a beer from Roadhouse, which also just to get it out there. I know Harrison's the kind of the legitimate movie buff here, but Roadhouse, great film. Pain don't yes. hurt. That's all you need to know. That's right. Uh, um, so the beer I'm drinking from Roadhouse is called Family Vacation. Love it. It's from the same brewery that Harrison referenced. This one's a cream ale, and it rings in at 4.9% on untapped. The... Uh, notes we get from the brewer are that family vacation is our take on an American light beer. This American blonde or cream ale may be our most approachable beer, having the most similarities to a domestic lawnmower beer. Love it. Mm. Um, though resembling the standard American lager in many ways, this beer prides itself on having a little kick of extra flavor. Love it. Delicately dry hopped and brewed with premium American Pilsner malt. This beer is light in color, crisp in flavor, and so intriguing in aroma that it's easy to want another round. Unfortunately, I've only got one can of it. Uh, but <laughs> if Roadhouse is your local brewery, I'd expect you've probably had multiple family vacations. And really, what like what goes better with a family vacation than beer? Right. Exactly. Um, so I'm going to crack this open. Good. Wonderful. And I already got ahead of you. And cracked into the walrus. So right away, yep, definitely hazy. If you're on YouTube and checking this out, it's like a big old hazy IPA. Now, whenever I drink a beer, specifically really an IPA with fruit in it, I'm always kind of hoping it doesn't become too much of like a fruity mess, maybe too malt forward or something. That's always a fear of mine. Uh, this beer is not that. This beer kind of doubled down on a bunch of dank hops. I wish any which ones they were. I have some guesses, um, but it's you definitely get like a little bit of peach, more maybe more tangerine in the beginning, and then it ends with like a big dank like punch of pine in your face, much like what probably it smells like if you go off the the trail while skiing in Jackson Hole and land in a bunch of pine trees, but less painful. So um, this is great. Uh, I, I get why people rate it as high as they do. It's like if you didn't tell me there were tangerines and peaches in here, I would just assume it was coming from the hops and that they were also using something crazy and dank like Simcoe to, to get um, or Idaho 7 or something like that to get this piney, really like resinous nose that I'm getting on this thing. It's awesome. It's it's very it's good, man. It's like it's it's getting me more excited as I drink it. John, though you're enjoying something on the polar opposite of a big hazy fruited beer, what what's happening over there? I see you enjoying yourself, like ready to put your feet up and watch the game. What's happening, dude? This is, I mean, uh, we, we talk. It's the year of the lager. Uh, on the last episode, we talked about how lagers don't get a lot of love on Untapped. This one uh, rates on Untapped overall. It's like three point three point four four. Which is great for a lager, but as as you drink this beer, like you shouldn't be looking for the same sort of taste profile that Harrison's getting from the walrus. Right. You could never mow the lawn while riding the walrus unless it was your father-in-law's weird homemade lawnmower. 
named the walrus. Which if you do, please you. please at me a photo. Um, <laughs> but no, this this beer it it brings the crisp, repeatable, packable punch. It's quaffable. It makes me yeah. think of doing all like drinking a beer while getting things done. Um, there's a little tiny bit of bitterness that I get at the very end. Mm. There's no corn flavor as a local Buffalonian, like Jenny cream ale is my right. standard for nostalgia, but yeah. I can, I can objectively say that this beer has a much better, cleaner taste than Jenny mm. cream ale. Um, and one thing I wish I would have mentioned, they also put a little, kind of advisement statement on the cam, which I want to read really quick, because I think this would sum up any family vacation, especially if you've been on one recently. You've barely crossed the state line, and together time has already morphed into I need a beer time. That's when, that's when you truly appreciate the well-balanced, crisp, sweet, malty flavor of a brew that goes down easy. Ignore the backseat fights and satisfy the long haul. Like, come on, that's yes. a, that's sage wisdom for any new that fathers is. going on their first road trip. That Although, is. don't that's drink cool. while you're driving. Yeah, no road sodas. Leave those for, have <laughs> yeah. to be hotel sodas. I think in Louisiana or... you can, but you know, wait till you get to a safe place. <laughs> that's right. Safety first, folks. Some of the Smokey Bear said, I think, or maybe it was Scruff McGruff. Not important. Um, yeah, that sounds like right up your alley, right up my alley too. That's uh that's a I'm I'm pumped we're getting to enjoy or you're getting to enjoy for the vacation, but I feel like I'm vicariously through you. I mean, of the two of us, as you said, with your really uh, probably innate familiarity with Jenny Creamel, you were the one to it's in your blood now in your genes. You were the 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 one of the two of us to drink uh, their cream ale, so I'm glad you got to grab it these guys have funny everything their logos are great they got cool right up on all their beer i'm definitely enjoying myself and not for nothing i kind of feel like i'm picking up on a vibe that is jackson hole again never been there physically but we got a funny walrus thing we're making kind of like you said sage jokes wisdom about life and travel like there's a lot kind of happening even outside of the beer here, that's it makes me want to learn more and read about these guys, which we did. And we'll share a bit about kind of the backstory of Roadhouse Brewing Co. in a bit. And yes, to your point, Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze, amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. You have seen it. Next time you and your wife have a, a night alone and she's wondering what to do, just put the movie on with no explanation. I love doing that. It always gets a a big thumbs up, um, especially if it's right in the middle. So, <laughs> with no context. here, we're halfway through. We're halfway through. Road you out. know what happened? Tom's though. already asserted himself right. as the main bouncer. <laughs> That's right. Only a few more minutes before Sam Elliott shows up. So, um, a lot of memories there. But this is this is great, man. I keep coming back to this. How big this nose is. Ooh, it's so dank. Mm. I'm going to try not to say dank too much more, but that's, that was not expecting that. That's what happens, man. I was expecting like a big peachy kind of like, you know, sometimes some of them can be a little more sweeter because they finish lower and they leave some more residual sugar. And that's become like a, a, uh, I guess a hallmark of juicy IPAs or juicier, hazier IPAs. This one's like 
fruity, dank. And it's that's I love when beers nice. kind of land and like give you both instead of just leaning heavily on fruit or fruit or dank. This is checking all the boxes. Hot dog. Well, you've successfully made me jealous of, <laughs> of that beer too. Remember when we used to be able to record in person and we could share beers and stuff? <sighs> It feels like another uh, world, another planet, another lifetime ago. But it's that's right. It was that's for if you're a, a relatively new listener, that's how this all began. Was John and I across the table from each other, um, just laughing and pouring out big imperial stouts, and yeah, take take laughing. taking an hour and a half to talk about them. Right, just <laughs> getting weird, doing interesting segments, many of which have been retired. Although perhaps, perhaps not forever. We'll see maybe shortly. Well, so with that less than cryptic segue, I'm going sure. to transfer over to... <laughs> Everything's uh, a mystery. You don't know where we're going yet. <laughs> Unless you read the show notes, then you probably do. Bring a jacket um, or maybe shorts. What's happening? <laughs> so the the badge we're talking about is local flavor the beer yes. and the brewery we're kind of celebrating is roadhouse out of wyoming and i, I think they're kind of gearing up for for a little bit of an increase in distribution so yeah. hopefully you're able to find them more often but again the only way to earn and level up this uh local flavor badge is by drinking a beer made within 35 miles of where you are when you check it in. Okay, so that's a little bit tough, but honestly, there's probably a lot of you that have already earned this badge just like accidentally through COVID. But yep. well, <laughs> hopefully I haven't earned it through COVID, but <laughs> because we're all kind of forced to drink a little more local or from home, this was the first badge that came to mind when Harrison and I kind of thought like, how can I make sure I'm supporting? How can I, what's a thing I can do to support a local brewery, but also earn a badge and log it on untapped and kind of explore that field. So the tip that I want to share with everyone is how you find these local breweries. There's many ways Google exists, yeah. but on untapped, it's really easy. It is. So uh, if you have your phone in a minute uh, and you haven't done this yet, check it out, go to untapped. Go on the bottom of the little toolbar if you're using an Apple device. If you're using an Android, you probably already know how to do it. Um, once you're on the bottom, you click the map button and then make sure you're looking at the breweries tab, not the venues tab. When you click over to the breweries tab, you're going to see a bunch of little green icons. Uh, if you don't see any, zoom out and hit the refresh button. And then all those green icons are registered breweries on untapped. And all you have to do, you don't have to go there. You might have to go there to buy the beer and support them. But once you have it, whether you've stolen it or borrowed it from Harrison or <laughs> purchased it legally from a bottle shop, you can drink it at home on your couch and earn this local fla flavor badge just by celebrating a uh, local brewer. And if you're traveling, that's another great tip. Pull out the untapped map, go to breweries and use that to find any local breweries while you're hitting the road on your way to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Um, and yeah. so since we're bringing kind of something out of the sealed indexes and folders of, of drinking socially yesteryear, I want to take a minute in this segment to reintroduce one of Harrison's probably favorite 
I don't know, <sighs> favorite five of all time, sure. the would you rather? Yes. And so I want to ask you something like, would you rather only drink local beer or never drink local beer and, and you know, keep a beer themed, but that's way mm. too easy for Harrison. He'd find a way to still drink both of them. Um, and so here's one I made up for you. And I don't think you've seen this one before. So Harrison, mm. would you rather you live in a world, a universe where mm, okay. all songs You've already mentioned you're a fan of Kanye. Imagine this world. Every <laughs> song is performed by Rush. Or every song is Tom Sawyer performed by a different artist. Oh, wow. Every song. So we're, well, I mean, this is. Yeah. We're talking inter- WAP. Right. <laughs> we're talking Can't Touch This. <laughs> So it's all just Tom Sawyer performed by every other artist ever. Well, I mean, I guess Nicki Minaj performs Tom Sawyer. Right, yeah. Eminem performs Tom Sawyer. I'd like to hear a Steely Dan version of Tom Sawyer. That'd be fun and smooth. Or Curtis Mayfield's take on Tom Sawyer. I mean, that's a whole, that's an interesting world, a world of covers where, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it would be, the right, the king of them all would be how to whoever figures out how to make it kind of sound like a new song, but then maybe in that world that's forbidden, akin to dancing in the tiny town from Footloose, where you don't <laughs> do that. It all must sound mostly like the original Tom Sawyer, and any new thought is a horrible thought, and you must bury it in the woods or something. So, I don't maybe there's mm, I don't know how the whenever we go into these, these would you rathers. I honestly try and answer the question, but my mind drifts into like, well, how did we get here? How did we create a world where it's just Tom Sawyer again and again? There must be, maybe there's a fear. Maybe there's a a giant ghost that haunts the planet that needs to be fed new Tom Sawyer songs or he'll, you know, eat every village. Um, Or maybe it's something a little less crazy and it's just considered the best song in the world and, why would you play anything else? Don't be a fool. Play Tom Sawyer. So um, those are all interesting questions uh, that I, and nor does anyone have the answer to. But really, the the world I want to live in is that all songs are performed by Rush, and I feel like that's. I mean, now I feel like I have a mandate. I have some like that's the covers album I want is a Rush cover band playing. Curtis Mayfield stuff and Nicki Minaj things, trying to mix up the time signature and the keys and make it a sick prog rock opera. So, man, that would be wild. But then, right, the first time somebody tries to play freeform jazz, they get a boot thrown at them. So both make the musical world smaller. Both universes, there's, there's arguably less to do, but there's probably more to do if you can write any song you want it's just you can't play it rush <laughs> rush, rush, shows plays up. That. rush shows up in your house and says put down the ukulele this is our birthdays song. would be great right 
whatever technology Rush has, the same technology Santa has to travel to all these places. Um, right, exactly. No more happy birthday. Would you sing Tom Sawyer to your grandma for her 80 seconds? Yeah, right. Or, I mean, if if it's all songs are performed by Rush, does that mean, like, the Kool-Aid man, they bust on a wall at every birthday party? They're like, stop! We have to play this. They would, oh, man, they would have a rough go of it. That'd be, like, a brutal job to have to be Rush in this universe where you're just in some... I guess, weird teleportation machine just waiting to be shot to someone's wedding, a weird street corner, some struggling musicians just trying to bust <laughs> to get by, and Alex <laughs> Lifeson just kicks you in the head and says, nah, I gotta play this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta do it. Right, man. Ugh, the puppet masters are real. That would be, um, that would also be some kind, I mean, a more enjoyable, perhaps, uh, future but uh, you know i see i see it rife with problems but i guess if i had to pick one i'm picking the latter sorry <laughs> rush for exposing you to this but um <laughs> but i don't know maybe they'd enjoy it um at least some of it i'm sure they when they were still a band quite the professionals and played like 200 plus shows a year so they could probably handle the workload I don't know. I kind of want to see both. I guess I'll put a challenge there to any musician who hasn't covered Tom Sawyer. Cover it. Um, and, or just release all your greatest hits as if you were in Rush. And we can kind of see see where we net out there. Perhaps we can have the best of both worlds. Perhaps it's probably already happening somewhere. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll pick all songs performed by Rush. I was lucky to see them in concert a couple of times. Little by tours watching over me all the time. If you're on YouTube, there's glowing eyes in the dark that really showed up nicely in that rogue episode we did when I was hamming and hawing about monster beers. His big yellow eyes were glowing you down. So, um, sure, let's make every song performed by Rush uh, and see see what happens. Just be careful singing in that world. Just don't. Imagine every shower too. That'd be kind of weird. Everyone comes kicks down the shower curtain. You can't do that. Please stop. I'd probably be outlawed. Ugh, I don't want to war with no shower scene. But I already picked it. It's too late. Well, I guess that's a that's a good. Oh man, leave it to you, Harrison, <laughs> to get so into the gritty that you make would you rather's near uh, near impossible to to win, but it's, that's a point. It's an imaginary universe. I like what you picked. I like imagining both worlds. I'm happy that I don't live in either of them. Um, and you also make me want to ask, we'll save it for a later episode, but like, would you rather live in a world where every brewery brewed treehouse Julius or every beer was brewed by treehouse, including Pat's coffee, caramel, chocolate sauce or whatever. Yeah. Um, again, two weird worlds. Which one's better? I'm glad we don't have to choose. That's right. We're free here. Free to drink it all for now. That's a good one, though. I like it. I'm loving these quandaries. Thank you, John, for stretching my brain and tickling my whatever. Um, <laughs> went well with this walrus. It's it's doing work. It's helping me see both worlds clearer than ever before. Um, and to talk a little more about it. 
let's jump on over. Let's sashay on over. Let's power cord over to our verified venue highlight this episode, which is Roadhouse Pub and Eatery. Ta-da! So we, we drink beers from Roadhouse Brewing Company. They have a pub, though, so these guys do food as well. If it's not crazy enough, they have beers with psychedelic poems and are killing it on the cream ale game at the same time. There are also some pretty wild stuff on the food front. So this immediately on doing some research and now drinking their beers, this kind of made it on what is now extremely long a list of places I want to visit when I can visit places again. These guys are on it for sure. But from afar, I was able to kind of learn a lot. So the kind of backstory here, Colby Cox and, and Gavin Fine. So they're the founders. Colby as like a home brewer. Gavin was a chef. They met up in 2012 in Jackson Hole and kind of saw they had a shared vision. They really wanted to create something where the beer complemented the food and the food complemented the beer. And both the beer and the food went well with some fish jams. That's fish with a pH. Um, so lots of lots of things they all uh, had in common and kind of created this triangle of brewing and pairing success at Roadhouse, which is equal parts experimentation, imbibing, and then combinating um, so they're they're kind of always innovating and taking their own feedback and and getting better and it's it's yielded some pretty amazing creations. The beers we had tonight, obviously, but if you look on their menu at the pub and eatery, they have a Thai lobster roll, which is something I've never seen before. Love Thai food, love lobster rolls. So, boom, sign me up for that. They also have what they're calling the Jackson cheesesteak. This is a cheesesteak made with. Wait for it. Shaved elk meat instead of steak. Shaved elk. I'm a big elk fan. That got me excited. And it has house-made IPA cheese on it. Use their Wilson IPA to make a cheese sauce to put on that cheesesteak. So these guys are definitely, you know, not just serving pizza and burgers. They're kind of taking it to the next level. Just like they have with really the, the beer that I got to enjoy tonight. Um, which is awesome when you, you really kind of see that two people, again, didn't know each other, found each other somehow, boom, able to kind of create a lot of really wild stuff that uh, I feel lucky to be enjoying tonight. And, I mean, really, I mean, I was already sold on Jackson with the mountains and all the fun stuff that you can do there, skiing, all those things. But now knowing, end of the day, I can go grab a huge cheese steak and drink some walrus and then sleep for the whole next day because getting up after skiing that as you advance in years it's more and more <laughs> people um i hurt in places i didn't even know i had muscles so but it doesn't matter though Your, the walrus cheesesteaks it's all good stuff and right now they're doing family style meals to go to so you can easily grab a six pack four pack go home and still again Level up this badge, level up the local flavor badge at your hotel, you know, in the, your house right there, whatever it may be, and grab a whole tray of Jackson cheesesteaks, I guess, or I don't know what that would look like. Very hungry person. Um, but these guys are doing it all in all fronts food, beer, the vibe, their location. Um, again, it's on my list. I'll be seeing you when I can, Roadhouse crew. Um, I want more of this. And this is all I can. So you hooked me. Speaking of things and hooks and other stuff, what are you pouring there, John? What's happening? We're going fishing. Oh, oh okay. Good. Um, elk. That's how you do it, right? 
you got to fish for the. That's how you catch the big ones. You get their horns. I'll tell you that. Tell you that. Trapped in the fishing line. Uh, <laughs> Wyoming, great state, underappreciated, huge, small population. What, what 80, 84 national parks or some ridiculous yeah, amount of parks that you can yeah. tour. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a different kind of beer altogether, but uh. I'm I'm anybody that rolls their eyes at me, it's because you haven't tasted this. Uh, because I'm gonna call out this is my best beer of the week, and you're nice. watching it happen live on YouTube or you're just listening to it happen live on <laughs> podcast and neither of it is live. So anyway, um, <laughs> this is uh, this is a new adventure from Roadhouse. It's a seltzer. We've never featured a seltzer on the podcast before. Correct. We did we did one, Harrison did one for uh, our That's Advent right. box last oh. season. Um, but dude, okay, so Seltzy is the brand that Roadhouse is premiering. A craft seltzer. It's four percent cucumber and lychee. Um, they have a Thai ginger one too. But but okay. the reason I'm going to place this in the top is it's getting warm. Summer's coming. There's there's a lot of good I think in a seltzer. Uh, I'm old. I'm 38. This has 90 calories in it. That's right. kind of exciting. I don't really dr- I don't care about <laughs> calories with my beer, but, and I don't, I don't know if you can technically call a seltzer a beer, but this is the world we live in. And this, right. I mean, it's clear as all Ooh. get up. It looks like a LaCroix. So you could, you could responsibly drink this at work at a children's party and you could <laughs> pretend that it's LaCroix, but the part that I want to rave about, and then I'll shut up. You can drink this, you can taste the cucumber and probably identify lychee if you've spent time in Asia, but it's good. It tastes good. And you don't get that ridiculous, like medicinal diet mm. Coke aftertaste right. that haunts you. This yeah. this tastes like a more fruited LaCroix with 4% alcohol in it. I'm in Roadhouse. Please make more and please put North Carolina on your distribution because it's about to get warm and these are like these yeah. are beach bangers. There's no no laws with the Celsies. No that's help so no great. Celsi if you if you're Meltsy, grab a Celsi. If you Celtsed it, you felt yeah, There's, we'll leave we'll leave that to Roadhouse to figure out. That's right. Um, this is amazing, Harrison. Have you? I don't know. I don't know if you've had any seltzers from Roadhouse or seltzers that you enjoy. Have you heard of this though? It's not. I haven't had one yet. I do. You were kind enough to give me one. It's in my fridge. But if you guys are curious out there as well, you may have seen last week Hop Culture posted a story all about Roadhouse's new seltzers. We have the link to that. Uh, in the show notes beneath this video, in the notes, if you're listening to this on something else, you'll be able to click on that and and uh, and check it out and learn more. And yeah, for, in terms of my take on it, keep an eye on my check-ins because yes, when it gets hot here, it gets hot. It goes from 60 to 95 and 100% humidity overnight every single spring, in air quotes, because we get about a week-long spring here. Um, and then it's just summer until after Christmas. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Celsius are here. They're not going anywhere. Um, but I'm, I'm very much curious about all these great breweries that we like their takes on it. It could be argued that it's, you know, a lot of the skill that 
some of the skill that goes into making really great lagers, really clean beers. You have to you, know, you have to know what you're doing to make a seltzer doesn't taste weird, taste fake, all that stuff. And it sounds like this one is uh is actually very refreshing. And you're and you're a big people don't know you're a big Lacroix guy. You're a big seltzer guy. So I take your assessment very seriously because I am a casual seltzer drinker. But you're like the you you know you do it every day. So you're saying it's I good. go through a lot. Right, I gotta check it out. Like my recycling bin is just Lacroix <laughs> cans and beer cans. Usually, the only way to tell the difference is the beer cans are tall. But uh, but no, this is this this lets me know that for a long time, I don't I don't like I don't crush seltzers. That's not a hobby of mine. I'll drink a session <laughs> IPA or a lager. But tasting this lets me know that I've been drinking poorly made seltzers like mm. this is the thing that opened my eyes to oh my god they don't have to taste like medicine boom i love it craft beer once again winning her craft breweries doing it and killing it for uh, for my best beer of the week it was actually one i had last week from wiseman brewing co out of winston-salem you may remember um i had another beer out of winston-salem from incendiary so that city needs to be another one on my list again this list is it's all the cities that's that's the list it's everything so get ready to see me everybody so i'm coming when i can um but i enjoyed most beautiful struggle from them a vienna style lager if this beer was a song it would be a rush song no hold on it would be uh, <laughs> it would be it would be sam cook's that's where it's at because it's so smooth and it makes you want to dance. Sam Cooke's Dude, one of my favorites. That's a good favorites. jam. It is a good jam. Um, so, but seriously, I mean, it's it's becomes easy for some loggers to get too bready. This one is not. It's like very crisp and smooth, and it almost tastes like like someone baked bread in the next room. But you're enjoying like a crisp Hellas lager right now it's like the way the the toastiness incorporates itself it's so obvious but it, it doesn't like weigh down the beer at all so that was really impressive to me i kept like taking another sip being like the weird wet bread's gonna come and it never did and i was like this is unbelievable so i went back and grabbed another four pack i may try and get another one just one of those beers where it's like man that's exactly it was so much it was like better than what i hoped and i've had a lot of vienna style lagers so this it just it killed it and they always do great stuff wise man does but like this one again like surprised me on another level of how enjoyable it was so i'll have to get one over to you john as soon as i can but that one is every time i see it that's what i'm grabbing so that's always fun to find those beers and you're like yes yes and it's not impossible yeah. to discover ever again like it's i will probably see it more so uh, being local, that was exciting too. And that makes a good point, man. Like how do you, especially as you get older, how do you make friends or how do you identify your friends? I'll tell you right now, who's the last person that gave you a beer? That right. person is your, is maybe not your best friend, but that that is a friend. That's yeah. a key to identify them. Good, point. good call. Um, so closing out this show, if Roadhouse is local to you, you have you have my jealousy. You, I don't know what you can do with it, but maybe it's just <laughs> walrus jealous. 
Um, if you can get your hands on any of this Celci when it's available, my gosh, please do tweet me if I'm wrong, but this is good. This is good. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Um, and hopefully this episode inspires you to go support your local brewer. Even if you've already earned the badge, like what do you have to lose? You support local brewers, you drink a beer at home, you watch Roadhouse on TV, you don't yeah. put your clothes away. Um, and um, if you agree or disagree and you like being vocal about it, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, check out podcasts.untap.com or wherever you're listening to this. Obviously, you've already found it. If there's a way that you can let us know you found it, that's cool, too. It yeah. looks like a like button. Really uh, what's coming up next week, Harrison? Yeah, so it's probably, hopefully, going to be up to you guys. We want to do another kind of user choice bad so if you're not in the Facebook group yet jump in there hopefully there's still a poll going for this one maybe it's wheels of style maybe it's last call maybe it's photogenic brew maybe it's something else so yeah really been enjoying the the badges you guys have been picking for us we want to keep that a constant all season is this season is not just the year of the lager but also the year of badges so um one obviously talk about what you guys want us to talk about so keep an eye out for that. If you've already voted in the poll, great. If not, check it out now. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers! Cheers! Yeah! Look at you. Working overtime. Yeah. Let's not mix these. Don't do that. <laughs>